This podcast is brought to you by Audible, which is giving away a free audiobook to listeners of this podcast. Go to audible.com slash brand for your free audiobook and 30-day trial. What'll I do when you are far away and I am blue? What'll I do when I'm alone with only dreams of you? This is public license. That won't come true. What'll I do? You're listening to Russell and Matt, very much the birds of a feather of the podcast world. We're in the XFM studio. We're on Audio Boom. If you want to email us, you can do that, Russell and Matt, at Audio boom.com last show was a good one wasn't it it was wonderful we talked about our feelings mostly the old feelings got some emails here later on the show we'll try and call matt uh noel gallagher that needs to call you you're basically here but we'll call noel gallagher back he was mysterious wasn't he said he was doing like a cooking interview in a cooking interview in a cooking interview we're going to talk about a primary school teacher telephoning god Perhaps we'll touch on the world of quantum physics and the need for a new religion at a time that everything seems ironic. So, but first of all, Matt, why not some emails? Go on, get on with the emails. I'll do them, shall I? After that absolute <laughs> catastrophe in the last show. I mean, what a mess. Well, you do one and then I'll do one and then people can judge. Okay, it's an email showdown between Russell and Matt. This is very much the Mayweather Pacquiao of the email reading world. I mean, we've held off on this for long enough, but now it's an email reading and someone's going to be left bleeding. Oh, yeah, G. Oh, yeah, G's going to be summarising this show in rhyme, but I'm doing the hard work for him with my brilliant rhymes. Yeah, baby. Okay, so here's one of the emails, right? Russell and Matt, says Jess. <laughs> Good old Jess, her again. Just wanted to say how lovely it is to have you boys back in my life. Sometimes when people talk to me about, like, say someone's got a couple of kids and they're boys, or someone's got a couple of kids and they're called girls. When they're talking about you think it... they're talking about boobs? Or balls, depending <laughs> on the gender. And I like to imagine that that's what they well, are so doing. So someone goes, my boys have just started school. <laughs> You think I was doing it then. Or like, uh, oh, I'm having a bit of trouble with my girls. <laughs> or like, uh, oh, sorry, I, I would have made it, but the boys are giving me trouble. Like, and I just sort of in well, my that mind does think. Sound like that. I go like, I just go like, in my mind, I just go like, you're talking about your balls. And that makes the whole conversation go up a gear. I imagine it would. So that's what I do. That's how I get through life, mate. When people talk at me. failed at this email, so I'm no, going to win this no, competition. No, no, you can't take got over. Sidetracked. That's a side note. That's a side note. I'm extemporising. That's one of the. Matt, now, what you <laughs> failed to notice is the true genius of my email reading that I can take winding roads and avenues before seamlessly coming back to Jesse's email. As well as the giggles you bring, you boys, I think you may have bought me some luck. On the day the new podcasts were announced, I was invited for an interview for university after a string of rejections. Oh, imagine a string of rejections just draped in a cleavage. The podcast came out on my birthday, or Judas Gate, as it's now known, by the Matt Morgan Appreciation Society. What does that mean? Oh, because it, wasn't it, um, it came out a day late. Ah, (laughs) the Matt Morgan, I love the Matt Morgan Appreciation Society. As a shout out to you there. Are you a member of it? No, I've actually tried to shut it down <laughs> several times. I consider it to be sort of like a, a splinter group yes, away from yes. the mainstream of what we're working towards. And every Wednesday, says Jess, since the positive changes in my life uh, continue to occur. Thanks for the good vibes, fellas. Love and cuddles. P.S. There's been a dramatic increase in the number of times I say dinkle a day since you've been back. And I've not actually said it myself that much, I don't think. Moved on. Moved on from the dinkle days. It's revolution now. Revolution <laughs> in governments and trues and that now. 
So, Matt, I think you'll find that that was a well-covered email, stopped off to extemporise, found a few avenues to explore, while you are still fl- scurrying around looking for your notes, scurrying. desperate to find I'm something. turning them with a solemn nod. Like, like a hen scrabbling around for the last bits of seed. Lost. Baffled, okay. bewildered. Come on, then. Let's, let's use your email method. Right, well, let's... Like, so your one was just blanket praise, wasn't it? And Some of which you, was for you. That's what you go there, go through them looking for. I didn't. I just read the first one I come to. Where is this? Okay. Okay. Hi, Russ. Hi, Matt. What's the biggest animal you each reckon you could single-handedly cling film to a lamppost? Single-handedly. Please Sing- show your working. Lots of love, and they haven't even signed it. No, we don't even know they who they are. just come in like a mystery person That's and asked the funniest question <laughs> I've ever heard. It's like a, an emergent force from the unconscious mind coming up with an inquiry, a peculiar thing you don't know quite while you're thinking, like another person running your brain, running your mm. life you. But to move on to the basic facts of the matter, I mean, the size in this issue in it could be misleading because say for example a ferret you could it'd be hard too mobile too mobile a ferret is designed to, to dart down a tunnel no you can't hurt i don't the think you can i mean i think the point of the challenge is that you've got to deal with the animal in its natural state i mean, I mean like but say for example like a young pygmy hippo i mean oh come off it, it mate. can't be done don't big yourself up <laughs> i could take it they're no. like a bar of soap, those things. <laughs> All right, what do you think you could do? Ah, well, I've already thought about this. When? During the email? Yeah, when He's I was good. reading it out, I had He's an image good. in my mind, and it was this. What's this? Describe this A very large film snake. If you had a ladder, mm-hmm. snakes and ladders. See? Brilliant. What a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you had a snake, yeah. you could do his head round with a cling film, oh. then move down the shaft of the He's snake. It's going to thrash it's the, wildly! It's the shape of a lamppost. You've, your hard work's done for you. You think a snake is going to lie idly by while you bind its head to a lamppost? I saw a snake thrash. the other day. They're quite docile. This one's a constrictor. This yes. one's going to lash you no, to you the lamppost. Before you know it, you're on the post. Well, he can lash himself to the lamppost, not cling film around that. <laughs> He's working for me. You're living in a dream world. You you're are living in a dream hippo. world. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me think. What's a big, stupid animal? A big, stupid You idiot. want something docile or docile. you want something that's roughly the same shape as a lamppost? <laughs> a giraffe. <laughs> A giraffe. A giraffe might go, oh, a metal girlfriend. Hello, baby. Like if it was a cartoon and you just put eyelashes on the lamppost, yeah. it would go, See? oh, there's no bear. I don't mind if Have I you seen do. giraffes fighting? I think giraffes are too long anyway. Like I don't like the way they clip-clop around. Like when they move, start moving at pace. It doesn't look safe, They're fine it? contained in a zoo. With their freedom taken away. Well, have from you them. seen them fight? They swing their heads like conkers and they hit each other in the body with their actual heads. <laughs> Giraffes use their they own stand skulls. Next, they for stand head side conkers. by side like they're mates and oh. go <laughs> and spin their head around. They honestly <laughs> like men at a urinal yeah. and then they're head conkers. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Nice day. Head conkers. Oh. Yeah. And the head it's goes... the belly bounce of the giraffe world. I know. I mean, if a human could do it, it would be. A stunning attack. I think it's a bit cliched of a giraffe in this time of postmodernism when nothing is new for it to use its main feature, its stupid long giraffe neck, as a like conquer string. What do you want it to have? A pea shooter? <laughs> Why can't it just do a kick or something like down there? It probably does, but like because the kick would seem so remote to a giraffe, it'd just be like and down there, boom. That's where I do the damage, baby. Whereas the neck <laughs> conquers, you're sort of expecting it if you're another yeah, giraffe. It'd be a good distraction technique, but to another yeah. giraffe, I, well, that's how they fight. Look. Body head, body head. That's yeah. what I learned in boxing school, where I make myself go every so often to enforce a version of masculinity on myself that I'm ill at ease with. 
Ill at ease with. Ill at ease with. There's another. Uh, do you want to do you want to continue with this? You said giraffe of Inca giraffe. You know, that one is swinging its bonce around at me. I think you won with the snake. All right. Yes. So well done. Then Congratulations. I won the email no way. Too. You didn't win the email. I'll tell you why. I don't know who it's from. It's moot. So ah. if you are that person, send us your name in the subject heading. We don't need to know who you are because I already love you more than I can ever say without using body fluids. That's right. Should we finish up this? Uh Teacher. I've got another email, Matt, because oh, I'm sorry. determined to sorry. trounce you. This is like uh, oh, Muhammad on, Ali's fourth title bout. I'm coming back in the ring one ill-advised last time. Why are your papers so screwed up over there? What do you mean? What's wrong with my papers, baby? Spread out in a lo- lovely arc. Yours looks like your, you're like yours. yours. Yours is like a little swat's desk, like, like softy Walter. The floor of a car. Like, softy um, Walter. No, mine, mate. This is what is this? Bukowski. This is the place of read genius. It out. <laughs> Eloise Harch says, not harsh, Matt, Harch. Mm. Love your work, boys, and thanks for making my mornings all wild and spunky. Quick question for Russ. How do you strike up a conversation with a homeless person? Wouldn't mind getting to know one myself. Cheers and take care. That's from Eloise Harch, as I've told you. Now, it depends on what type of homeless person you're discussing, but I would say always ask, I always say ask, the name, because... uh, thing is a lot of homeless people they live on a vibration of shame and they've let go of their personal identity maybe you should say their name what else say the name hey what's the name <laughs> hey <laughs> hey sunshine hey you hey soap dodger you urban camper what's the name hmm what's got a name? name what is it huh I, hey I don't just want your street name okay <laughs> Because I know how you guys operate, okay? okay. So don't, don't tell me your name's Chalky or something, okay? <laughs> I want the real stuff. I don't want any of that fingle, what fingers or jumbles. What is it? Come on, crack my heroin. Uh, come on, come what do you want? What's the gear? That's how I am with homeless people. Do you is know it? that? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm you, such a tit. Go on then, tell us how. Okay. Right, guys. Rough night, huh? Rough with cruel world out there. What was it, minus one, minus two last night? Must have been chilly. <laughs> Oh, God. What's wrong with society? Look at those. You've got those sausage fingers, have you? Yeah. Little grubby little fingers. Yep. All swollen purple fists. Yep. I've been there, but I've been there, buddy. Yep. That could have been me. Turn a different corner. Now it's like porcelain. (laughs) See that? That's like Liberace's fingers. I could be. At Carnegie Hall, where these guys play. I'm not the being piano. horrible there, but I have. But like, obviously, if you Where's live drug outside, addiction? and you're a drug, well, that's what I'm saying. All the vascular systems collapsed. That's what I'm I'd saying. I'd like to donate the saying, proceeds for this show for to shelter a I'd homeless like to charity. The people with purple hands. <laughs> you are an idiot. You are now. I like the homeless, as you know. I'm a great campaigner. <laughs> that's the end of the sentence. Well, let them live in your house then. <laughs> All right. All right. It's gone off the rails. It's gone off the rails. We're all off the rails. Like I've had a homeless person in, in my house. for the shower. And you, listen, I wouldn't queue. I'd make him have his own one. And it's firstly, you know I've had a homeless person live yes, in my house. Yes, I was there. Right. It was your idea, actually, probably, was it? It probably was. And it didn't go well, did it? For a documentary. He's dead now. And you know, let me tell you. We don't know that, because someone said he was dead, and someone else said he wasn't. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's the... Ch- <laughs> I mean, you're obviously a great detective. I mean, you're like the Poirot of the deaths of the tragic underclass. But what I would estimate, Matthew, is that given when we knew him 15 years ago, he was a crack and heroin addict living outside of CNA, the chances are he's brown bread now. That would yeah. be the conclusion well, that's I'd a reach. tragedy, yeah. It's a tragedy. I'm sorry a for saying tragedy. about people's hands. I feel bad. 
apologise for it, and then we'll move on. Because no one's perfect, are they? Except if anyone was a bit perfect, it's probably me. All the kindness and the way I crack on my nose. So anyway, treat them in a human way, not like Matt Morgan, who says things about their purple hands. <laughs> what a bastard. He's been judged by me. So let's... No, let's I'm saying... Call off the dogs! Yeah. The guy exactly. said he's sorry. Yeah. And we're going to give some money to shelter, are we? Yes. How much, do you think? Cut lunch quid, cut lunch quid, yeah, 500 quid? We'll do something. We're giving some money to shelter, Dan. I'd like Audio Boom to give it because <laughs> Matt and I are great men of radio <coughs> and uh, we won't be bossed around because otherwise I'll withdraw labour. You know me. I'm an uncooperative man. I'm difficult. So, uh, sorry so for that. So, go on. How do you... Do Humanity, just humanity. Like, the way I would deal with anyone is try to find what is the commonality, whether I'm talking to a cab driver, a hairdresser, or some sort of aristocrat, or whatever. I think, basically, everyone's the same as me. And I tell you, says that Dalai Lama. And me Mm. and him got on just fine, except for that (laughs) bloody translator. So, like, yeah, look for the uh, humanity in people. And, like, I think try and be loving and tolerant and compassionate and non-judgmental. I am like that with homeless people, because I often ask them, like, for directions, right? And they're always... Because, you know... Even if it's a young lad... Yeah, well, they, you know, I just sort of go, is that what's up? You know, give them, like, ask them a question. Do you give them a little bit of money? I don't, yeah, I do at the end. All right. But not. It's very defensive, you said. Well, I don't give them money and then go. Hello, traveller. I don't know the word to Carnegie Hall. (laughs) Where I'm heading, as you can see. Oh, mate, do you know where that thing is? So I talk to them, make sure, yeah, you don't want to go, I don't know. Tell you what you would have loved. Oh. Me, (laughs) when I was doing a talk down a prison. I've done a talk oh down a prison. God. You would have loved it. Did you wear a sort of red bandana? <laughs> yeah, I acted like I was all in, in and out of prison myself. I mean, I was very sympathetic, obviously, to the other prisoners. That's what I called them. What were you in? Some sort of shark cage <laughs> carried in by helpers. <laughs> on a sedan chair, yeah. shark cage thing. Put me down here. Hello, men! Now! No, what? Men! I was there to... This way, please. I was there to cheer up the prisoners, because, let's face it, a lot of people are in prison. It's just not really their fault. Well, some... Well, OK. <laughs> Let's not oh, get into that conditions, Social conditions, etc., etc. Oh, right, I okay. thought, be sympathetic, be loving. It was in... I can't remember where the prison was. Somewhere near Thamesmead. Is that called Thamesmead? It was like a young offenders. I don't know. It was... I can't remember. Anyway, I was in there... I did it well. Ask anyone. I was there for reading week or something to do with the reading agency. I took down, like, you know, books and that. And I was so humble to... and modest. Oh. <laughs> I did it well, actually. I mean, I mean, I, mean I, I think it was me that said. I think they were scared of me, actually. <laughs> I mean, listen, I goes, listen, guys, I ain't taking no S-H-I-T from no one, whether it's a screw or a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, what that? Yeah, go on then. So what was it like? Did anyone heckle? No, it went very well because I actually tackled some quite important issues about coming together, whether or not we was Muslims or gays. Said we've all got to come together, and I said it's a disgrace that the people in the city hadn't been persecuted for crimes that have great, greater social ramifications. They loved me, but then then there was. Said you were two hours late. (laughs) Jeez, <laughs> been in that prison. <laughs> of course, I was two hours late. Oh, I was two hours late. When I was trying to work, out, trying to get the gear in. When I was trying to get plug in the gear for, for the lads. No, so that was two hours late. Yeah. What do you? They uh, live on a schedule, those guys. Yeah. Of course they do. They live by that. Go on, G. What happens? Time what? is a very important commodity. You know? They got plenty of it. <laughs> you know, they got. Like, they had to ske- reschedule loads of things. Oh, so they, they were just sitting oh, in a hall. But they didn't have their dinner. But they couldn't. Yeah, weren't allowed no. to play pool. It was a riot. That night, they <laughs> <laughs> miscalled their mum and stuff like that. Oh dear, oh, people lost no. their phone card. So it was a disaster. Yeah. So shall I stop boasting about in prison? I think you should. Yeah. I mean, like Johnny, I think Johnny was... Cash recording records in prison right. is one thing. But you turning up late. Hey, I'm Russell Brand. 
Um, yeah, just use it. Uh, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> killed a man in Reno just to see him die. <laughs> I was a little bit late, actually, with that murder. Yeah, all right, apologies, apologies for uh, and that. And also, why are you equating the population of the prisons to homeless people? I mean, Be- what sort of guy are you? Because, actually, what I mean is, it, well, I suppose because I was using jargon, like, oh, I know. and trying to I'm bond with folk. Unsettle me, yeah? Yeah. Try and unsettle me because hey, of the email wall. let's talk about God. All right, let's talk about God. All right, okay, so last week, or whenever the hell it is in this time frame on the show, we were talking about... On Wednesday, it's now Sunday. On Wednesday, now it's Sunday. By now, I might have been arrested as a result of participating in that bloody thing, that state I'm staying at tonight on Sweet's Way, so... What on earth? I could be in prison my bloody world self by now, listening to this. Why would you be this. in prison? Oh, right, because you're doing a sleepover on a council estate tonight. Yeah, which is like basically what <laughs> anyone who lives in a council estate <laughs> does every night. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going into some rough conditions, thank you. Yeah. So well, uh, hang on. So, what are your demands up front for that? Just I need my the shark own. cage. I need my shark cage. <laughs> I need my own parlour, and no one to talk to me. And when they do, they're to call me Miss J Lo. <laughs> Never look me in the eye. What's the? What is that for charity or something? No, it's not for charity. I'm just doing it to draw attention to it, which has worked. Because ever since I said I've done it, they've had Channel Four down there, the Guardian down there. It's worked. Everyone like coats me off, but my, the old rust technique. No, mate, I'm, I'm right behind right you. Right behind me. Right behind me. And not me showing to the off. Point where I'll actually go with you. God but... no. God no. Showing off for the Lord. That's what I call it. Go on. So last week we, uh, or Wednesday, when the hell it was, we did this thing about a teacher claiming they could talk to God on the phone, which is a Catholic terrible thing to tell a child. Head teacher. Head teacher. The head. There's no one above her. Except God, who she's on the phone to. Yeah. Ridiculous. She forced pupils to lie down on the floor while she pretended to ring God on her mobile to say they'd been naughty. Petty. Tammy Brimble, someone in this story's been named by Beatrix Potter. Tammy, Tammy Brimble claims her 11-year-old son Cyrus was among full of twigs. three other boys <laughs> threatened by Mrs Jones with a phone call to God and is calling for her to resign. That's heavy. I didn't find out about it till we got home. Cyrus was very quiet and I could tell something was bothering him. When he told me what had happened to him and three other boys, I was upset. But I wanted, Hang on, I thought that she made them lay down because it was a whole class of kids. To get but she just control. made a few lay down, Guantanamo three, style. Four, that's, that's weirder, isn't it? Right, lay down, I'm going to phone God. That's the whole system. It seems, it seems non-sequitous and peculiar. Lay down. Yeah, all right, I've done that. Now I'm getting God on the phone. She's that's she's you shouldn't be in charge of a Catholic primary school with that kind of mindset, no. should you? No. And that was a Catholic primary school that I was in the other week where I told you I fancied the headmistress. Oh really? She didn't do none of that. Lay down on the floor. Well, I'll get God on the blower gear. Absolutely. But did your mum? Because my mum did when I was a teenager. Well, actually, when I was younger than a teenager, teenager, when I was a little kid, yeah, would go right. I'm going to phone the police. And get the phone and then pretend to phone the police. But at, to the point where I'd think, oh, my God, she actually is. She'd go, yes, it's Matthew Morgan is his name. And he won't tidy his room or whatever. <laughs> but he was the younger than a teenager. But I used to think, <laughs> no, oh, no, but you Christ. She's a grass. My own mother. My mother's grass me up to the law. Snitched to the filth. Now Didn't I'm going to choke at you. Didn't your mum do that? Yeah, actually, she did it once and did call an ambulance, she claimed. Then the police turned up, by which time I'd fled to a nearby neighbour's house, John, uh, my mate John's house, and the police came. And as it turned out, I was in possession of marijuana. Later, I was taken down to the police station. I've got a criminal record to this day. Bone of contention. Contention. <laughs> contention. Bone of contention. I mean, kicked out of three bloody countries as a result of it. Japan, America, Canada, South Africa. You've got more more. I've got a few more... Uh, convictions and cautions along the way. And but was that where it all started? Rest. But that's the problem. And she planted the weed on you. So. It's her weed. I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> Bad 
Deb's brand there. She's the Mr. Nice, the Howard Marks of Grey's Essex. I didn't think what she did was appropriate at all. We are not Roman Catholics, but it was still distressing for my child for her to call on God like that. Even if you're a Catholic like you are, Matt. Well, it's worse. You don't want but, God being phoned, do you? Yeah. But, like, the weird... How old are they? They're 11, right? Mm. So, by that age, you've stopped believing in Father Christmas, have you? Perhaps? Oh, 11? No. But you should have. I hadn't, because no. I was just willing to enter into a realm of fantasy at the earliest opportunity and remain there. Yes, we've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still there now, labouring under the misapprehension that I'm about to start Global Revolution using (laughs) mostly podcasts. Going to do a truce on it. Uh, Is it really our dads doing that? Or is that just what the media wants us to think? True news! (laughs) Arse checks them bloody deer hoof prints and it turns out it's bloody tacopada! A reindeer ate that carrot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a bite out of the bloody biscuit, the milk's gone missing, hang about. Um, <laughs> what mugs we are! Bloody David Camwood! <laughs> the prelate! Right. Cyrus has been subjected to the humiliation of being punished by Sheila on more than one occasion by having to lie face down on the floor. So that she's got form That's as a down. That's a standard punishment. When I was at this school, mate. When I was at the Catholic school, oh, yeah. I see a kid out in the corridor doing his work at a desk being punished. And even right, him, I couldn't me. resist it. That was me as well. So mm. I identified with him. And I said to him, that was me when I was your age. I like or, to spire him, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm sorry, miss. <laughs> it won't happen again. Let me back in. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Get God on the phone. Let me apologise. <laughs> yeah. If someone said to you, <clears throat> like, for those kids to think, A, yeah. She's got God's phone number and can get him on the phone. For me, mm. no, the the, the teacher, sure. right? No, no. Like if you were going to phone God, yeah. Did she go? Did she actually? She was she threatening to phone God, or I did she sort of go? It's bloody ridiculous because it undermines the omnipresence of the Lord. I mean, if you're at yeah. a Catholic school, God's meant to be everywhere. The very idea of God having a phone number and God hearing his phone <laughs> ring. Oh bloody hell! Where did I put it? I'm sorry, I had it on silent. It, yeah. Undermines the whole idea. She should have said lay down and then she should have prayed. Like if she prayed. was in keeping with her own traditions methods, that she claimed she to should have in. gone, Dear God, hello, yes, it's me. Yes, I've got three very naughty boys here. That bastard Sirius <laughs> has been at it again, Lord. And may I, I mean, I hope this isn't harsh. I'd, I'd like a lightning bolt. I mean, what's she going to ask for? <laughs> yeah. For Sirius. What's going to do? I want to stunt his growth. No puberty for this lad. I mean, like, it's a, like you don't involve the Lord hello, in child punishment. Hello, I'd like to be... Hello, Jesus. Yes, is your dad there, please? Yes. Yes, I'm, fu- I'm furious. Oh, he's very busy, is he? Okay. What, what the, with the, the hurricanes? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot on. I understand. But Sirius has been spitting. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, just it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it was never going to... I don't know if she should get in trouble for that. What do you mean? What well, do you mean? You want to let her off now? It's bonkers. Oh, right, you think she might be nuts? She might be, yeah. Hold on a sec, hold on a sec. On the school's website, Mrs Jones claims in her welcome message that the faith school is built on gospel values of love, tolerance, forgiveness and compassion. She adds, we aim to bring a loving community which is inspired by the life and teaching of Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know if you remember from the Gospel of St Luke, where Jesus gets really wound up by Pontius Pilate and makes him lay down on the floor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, Jesus clearly, yeah. But it's a bit, um, it's one of them tabloid stories, isn't it, where they've, like, gone and gone, how can we make this worse for everybody? How well, can we? Yeah, potentially, but I imagine she did oh, say she was going to phone God. I'm starving. Do you got any bananas? No, why do you only eat bananas? I don't know. 
Eat some paper. Yeah, you're right. But <laughs> delicious, delicious. All right, should we try? No, I wonder what happened to Noel. Should I try yeah, him get again? Get him on the phone. Cause get that's him weird. On the phone that he was doing an interview with a cookery, for a cookery magazine. magazine. Account for yourself. Give a full and frank account of your business. That's what, I'll, Matt. I tell you what, we've took enough nonsense from him over the years. Well, this time, I'm going to give it to him straight. I'm going to say, Gallagher, Gallagher. What the hell is wrong with you? He claims he's on tour. He claims to be in a band called some of the other high-flying pixies. None of it makes any sense. I think the poor fella, he's gone prematurely senile. And maybe not even prematurely. I mean, frankly, maybe... Aha, uh-huh, it's ringing. It's ringing, I tell you. He's a broad. We can tell that. He's a broad. He's a broad. speaker. It's on speaker. Is it? Yeah, look, it's all lit up like that. All lit up like that. Ling longing! Why is it so quiet? Belly match! It is too quiet, but when he talks, it comes louder. Oh, what's wrong with him? Do you think he's, do you know what's happened? He's got out of the bath and slipped again. <laughs> Poor old sod. He's fell over getting out of the bath. Hello, he's... leave a message. Goodbye. Oh, that message—that's been on his phone for years, isn't it? And it's, yeah. I always feel slightly aroused every time. It's very arousing. It's very breathy. Arousing. Very breathy. Very breathy. Funny, breathy. Oh. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, you go to, towards that impression, it's, don't you, when you start with Noel? Yeah, yeah, you do, don't you? You start with Noel and you drift towards the other fella. Hello, Matt and Russ, says Luke. I've just returned home from London after seeing friends and wondered on my journey home if you might be able to help me. On my adventures this evening, I met a pretty Australian girl after I paid for her bus ticket. And I think he means literally. I don't think that's some horrid euphemism for the female reproductive organ. It probably isn't. It better not be, Luke. It better not be. She'd had her bag stolen and was all sad and tried to sneak on the bus, but the driver wasn't having it. Doing his job. Just doing his job. She and her friend were really sweet and grateful, and she said I was her hero, and then a woman with a beard started singing the Enrique hit in tribute. Now, I don't know about that bit. That sounds like this person's gone off the rails, and they mm-hmm. may have a joke in our <laughs> Right. I think this is a yeah, phone I like call. a joke as much as the next guy. I love a gag. I love it. But if you start messing about during my podcast, I will phone God on your ass so quickly. Not only God, all the deities, all of them, every single one, even that one that would scare the whoopsie out of you. <laughs> she said, uh, anyway, I said them bye. She gave me a hug and a kiss, but I bottled asking if she had a boyfriend and I couldn't get her number and all of that stuff. I know you have a lot of female Australian fans, so I wondered, drunkenly, Who this is a drunk, drunk email, Luke, evidently, if she might listen. If she does, maybe she might get in touch. She was that pretty. I wonder if that's Luke who used to listen well, to I always see thing. things like that on, you know, like in the Metro or whatever, like Lost Connections. I yeah. just think, why are you bothering? They're never... Oh. It just goes to the girl with the green bag oh, on the tube. No. We Makes looked at each cry. other. It's do you know pathetic. what it is? It's so much loneliness in the world. I know. It's What's we going to do? It's tragic, isn't it? Because what are the trying to go, oh, hang on, that must be me. Has it ever happened? Yeah, there's an item. Has it ever happened well, that you've then got in touch? Jeez, not in a way, because he's a poet and he believes in love. Yeah. He believes in love. Do you? Coincidence. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a cynic and I think that my role's a cynic. He's a poet, whereas me, look at me. I, what am I? I'm just some, some giddy old nitwit, daft well, old No, it's the sort goon. of thing that someone will go, no, I did that once and I met right. my wife from it. I'm sure that You send us emails and make it clear and <clears throat> don't be silly in the don't emails. Don't lie. <laughs> no bloody lies, all right? You users. Don't use us. You, everyone's calling you a user. You are a user. 
<laughs> Don't be a user, be a cruiser, because that's what I call them. Well, if we're going to do an item where we bring people together, Matt, then I, as a professional X-Radio presenter after a scandal, can link this very well to an item that I know you want to do called Telephone Neighbours. Yes. Someone make this into a jingle, please. Oh, so Telephone Neighbours. Oh, sorry, I'll talk to over. Do a clean one. You're professional. Do a clean one. Telephone no, Neighbours. <laughs> you, I mean, I don't no, think we need to right, go. Telephone Neighbours. Telephone Neighbours. Our new item, Telephone Neighbours. Right. This is my idea, and I really want the whole world to change. I'll via tell you now, this Matt. Idea. From before you start your idea, young man, I'll do everything I can in my power to stop it working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay, right behind you. This is Russell's I'm idea. You. I and love it's you. A very You're a great one. guy. Right. Um, what you do is you get your phone number. Right. Okay. I can do this. Can I do it on G's phone? Because I'm. What if it gives a game away? Because then the, someone on, will what have do you your do? number. You get your phone. Right, you get your phone number. Right. Everyone knows their phone number. This is how you pay telephone neighbours. Add one to it. What to the last digit? Yeah. You add. Just it's a add number. One. Add yeah, one. But what to if it. adding one, like say the last number is your phone number, and I'm not saying mine is, is forty nine. Yeah. Then you've gone up to fifty. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, add yeah. one to your own or number. Or minus one. But no, add one. Add That's one. System. Let's not, let's not t- tinker with a good idea. Look, Don't be a tinker, take, Taylor. Look, listen, the, ba- the maths is simple. The we'll maths caught up on the, like, If your phone number is one huge number, right, add right. one to it. But That's why you need start to know. with a naught or a 4-4? Four, four? Because there's a point in there after that. Right, right. I don't Nought know. Yeah. I'm not a, All right. so basically, I'm not Professor Hawking. <laughs> Alright, so you, your phone number is right, a number. Add one, right, just shut add up one. a minute. Like, edit all this crap out. <laughs> I've got an idea. Add one to your phone number. <laughs> don't edit it. Then it's you good. say... Yeah, Alright, yes. That's simple. That's simple. Okay, I don't want to script then, you. don't want to script you. And then you text, text them, them and go... <laughs> <laughs> shut up. You text that number, yeah. your number, plus one. I'm inspired. And you, you haven't said the bloody thing yet. You say, hello, we're telephone neighbours. Yes. Just telephone neighbours. Can we do it in the voice that I just did? Telephone neighbours. Well, it's a text, so you can, you can oh, say it. I can't do it. It's a call. Do it live. It's better content. Well, I'm think... doing mine. Okay. I'm doing mine. Right, then what I happens? think people Noel's should text. Back. Right. We should tell Actually, this, yeah, maybe. I suppose record, phone them and record. I just thought telephone it might be, you know, telephone press. Telephone neighbours. You stuff, call them, you know, and then what do we say previous. when you call them? You phone and go, hello, we're telephone neighbours. I just wondered if you need anything. As if they were like a physical neighbour. It will spread love across love the nation. It. It's telephone neighbours. It's the new item here uh, on the radio or podcast thing. <laughs> and what you got to do is you're adding a number one, right? No, the people your will number. say, oh, you should add two because your neighbours are two. Like, the two next doors door down. Yeah, but... What, we're in a terrace? What, I'm in the terrace? Yeah. It's add one. It's perfectly simple. It's not minus one. It's not, oh, what about a flat add upstairs? One add number. one. I've done it, Matt, and I'm calling my telephone neighbour right now. Oh, yeah. This is history. This is radio history. And not for the first time in my career, call failed. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Why does my telephone neighbour not work, Matt? It's Do you Cooper. think it could be it's that. Cooper. Bloody Cooper. He's behind this. What it could be is that maybe my number's special and it's detached, like my house in real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think that. Well, no, maybe they thought, well, we better I know not your sell. number. It's, it's a bog standard phone number. You don't know my number, Sam. Right next to a I'm... sewage works. No way! No way! Do not pass go! I'm a Mayfair! Well, the funny thing is, actually, my wife is my telephone neighbour. How can your wife be your telephone neighbour? we both... I, well, we've you got phones got... at the same time? Yeah. Nah, I ain't having Honestly, that, mate. Honestly, no, I, I, I did. I ain't having it. Well, telephone neighbour. Oh no, that's my own number. Shit. Right, so, so I'll do my number and I'll pass it to you. Nine. Okay, I'm, I'm going scared. out one. I've gone out one because it. Telephone neighbours. What? Hold okay, on. Go what? On. Are you doing it? I've no, done no, mine. you do yours. I'm ringing. I'm doing it. 
This is a new item. It's radio history. You bitch! <laughs> okay, telephone neighbours. We can keep going, man. We'll get there. We'll get there. We don't give in. Did that man in Enigma give up when he didn't get the telephone code for the bloody Germans? Of course he effing well didn't. And we, like Alan Turin, will carry on going. It's very hard, actually, to make your mind work properly, isn't it? Yeah, to add one's quite hard. Hey! Hey, whoa! hip hop hooray, ho! Oh, man! Mine! I'm telling you. Is yours working? Is it working? No, it's... What? I can't oh. bloody hear it. I've got headphones on. You fool. You absolute fool. Now, Matthew, right. the people around us look bored. I've noticed that. Right. 075. Oh, Everyone shit. around us should be notes. doing it until we get hit, until we strike gold. <laughs> this is a good idea. Just don't let All the right, fact that we can't pull it off. Put you off. Text them. Right, now that's just to say by now, it's the people that's opposite because I've had to go through <laughs> quite a lot of numbers. We're telephone neighbours, though. For the purposes of the item, we're telephone neighbours. Why don't none of mine work? You Come live on. on a little telephonic right. farm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like a rarefied <laughs> ponce. That's what happened in real life. Those seven... They've walked down to the village to get supplies. Right, right. I've changed it a bit, but hopefully, surely now. Come on, Now Lord. you're just phoning random numbers. The number you have called. Oh, I forgot that. Oh. I'm calling our Gallica. That's it. I'm sick of telephone neighbours, Matt. <laughs> we'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, you have you done Gee, it? Gee, can't you? Gee, do it. Why won't you do it? Dan, He's do it. He's very protective about his phone. <laughs> very yeah, protective. Yeah, but he might meet someone who's his telephone neighbour. Well, we'd all friends. have to play telephone neighbours, Matt. But the, frankly, the, the game don't work. Matt, do, no? What do you want? Uh, we're back on the radio, Noel! No? It's not the radio, mate. It's not no. the radio. No, they won't have us on radio. You're right. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. The internet. Thank you. For, well, we're on the internet. We're on the internet like anyone with a recording device could be. What were you doing before a cooking show? I can tell, I can tell by that ridiculous voice. Yeah, no, this is... Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're on here. All right, so, so, all right, so, all right, okay. Uh, what? I was doing an interview for an American magazine... What? Cookery. You said it was cookery before in the previous episode of this podcast, available on Audio Boom. Yeah, but I was trying to confuse you, wasn't I? Well, you did confuse me. Our whole friendship confuses yeah. me. It was <sighs> the American version of Attitude, is what I was doing. A gay magazine, you say? The gay magazine, yes. Anything you want to tell us, and more importantly, your wife, Sarah? <laughs> God, I have a massive pair of hairy bollocks. <laughs> Good lad. There he goes. <laughs> Noel Gallagher there. National treasure. No, Matt's invented yes. this game called Telephone Neighbours, where what you do is you add one to your own phone number, call that number and say, hello, I'm your telephone neighbour. Is there anything I can do to help you get through life? That's Matt's idea. We've been trying to do it, but it turns out that my telephone number is detached from reality and all of the numbers around it don't add up to anything or mean anything. So I don't know if there's a, a metaphor in there anywhere, but certainly I that think, seems to be I the think, case. I think, I think it's ironic that Matt has come up with this game and he is just very suspicious of any other human being at all about his wife and his child. He is suspicious, isn't he, No. Yeah, I wouldn't do it myself, but I think it's good for the listeners. He tried to do it on his phone. It didn't work either. G won't even show us his phone. Frankly, it's an item that's dead in the water. <laughs> so it's really hard to get the item to go to in no, the end. It'll take off. It'll take off. I think it could take off. Just all it takes is one success of telephone neighbours, and then we're we're away. What well, do you think the idea could work now? Are you prepared to ring your telephone neighbour? Um, I'm not sure, mate. You're dropping it on me here. I mean, usually Matt does come up with. 
good things. That are just laced with sheer brilliance. But, um... <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> that match gone. Frankly, I've been on better radio shows. Even that one. Even the worst one was comparatively a high. Are we celebrating St. Patrick's Day today? Yeah, all right. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Irish people. What do you mean? Because you're called Gallagher. I've got to say happy St. Patrick's Day to you. You're in America. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Are you celebrating? How can I? I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've never mentioned it, but God, man, it was hell out there. (laughs) Absolute hell. I'm in Copenhagen. I'm not in America. Oh, and yet you're do yeah. Even in Copenhagen, you're so committed to homosexuality that you're prepared to do a gay magazine I'll for Americans. I listen. I speak to gay wherever they're from: America, South Africa, South London. I love a gay. I love them. I've got nothing. What's, how's it going in Copenhagen? You've been that place where you can get drugs. What's it called? Crystal Narked or something? Christiana. No, I've, I, haven't, I haven't been, but Scully's been this morning. Your mate's... <laughs> for you. <laughs> for you. Don't make it sound like an errand, because no. people will assume you sent your dear friend Scully to purchase drugs in Christiana. I can't be, I can't be seen there. You know that. I liked it when I went. And I, actually, Copenhagen, the main things I noticed about it, very easy to get drugs. Well, I wouldn't know about that. Scully went, Scully went up for, uh, for a moots around this morning, but, um, you know, things are going good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, we're we're going to come to your gig at Albert Hall. What's that for? For the uh, Teenage Cancer Trust? Is that what's happening? For the Teenage... Yeah, it's on, uh, on, uh, what is it? on the 28th. On the 28th, 28th, yeah. yeah. Why did you, you offer to, to let me... Yeah, Matt's coming. I'm coming. Why did you offer to let me introduce you and then withdraw it? Uh, because I thought it would be a good idea... And then I came up with a better idea, which was not to have you. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Brilliant, brilliant. Quite, quite frankly, you balls it up the last time, didn't you? Hold on. Did I you? thought that went well. Well, remember, we did one at Coco, and I did get pelted with cans and rubbish, thinking, yeah, no, that didn't go well. That didn't go well. <laughs> no, you were like a school teacher at school at St. Trinian's. Frank, who threw that? Oh, Sit no. down! <laughs> Mr. Gallagher wouldn't be out here while there's any of that silly business going on. Hey! Oh, oh that stung! <laughs> yeah, it was bloody ridiculous, actually. Yeah, so I, so, I, so I thought, actually, I've got a better idea. Let's not ask him to do it. Unless tell him he's not doing it. But he's, he's still going to come, though. Yeah, yeah, in spite of the, the cruel snub. insults and the, the, the snub, the snub, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be attending at the, on the 28th of March, April. March. I'll be there. March, March. Yeah, March. It's, in, it's in two weeks, I think. I may do a Kanye West-style stage invasion. <laughs> you may get a kick in the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared to my take God. the risk. My, why are you sounding like a Dalek? I don't know, I just thought I'd do it for a while. It's just a voice I was my doing. My security guard is in, is in constant attack mode for people like you. Is he? Well, I tell you what, mate, he won't find any because I'm a one-off. I'm an original. I'm Russell Brand, only on Audio Boom. The basically the internet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We've had some content out of you. We're going to move on. We've got to, we've got to resurrect this uh, item. We can now say, you know, to the XFM listeners and the Audio Boom listeners, Noel Gallagher was on the show. Do you know what that does, mate? Mum's on seats. Money in the bank. Money in the bank, and we don't even cut you in. <laughs> Where's Matt? Put Matt. Can I speak directly? Put to Matt on. You're talking to him. He's listening to you. I'm here. Hello, Noel. But he doesn't like you. I am talking. I do. I love you. I love you. We hang out. We, we hang out. We hang out separately behind your back and slap you off. I yeah. knew this would happen. I knew when I introduced them, they'd become friends <laughs> and they'd like each other more than me. And then I'll be alone, alone in my phone number castle, isolated, <laughs> acres of numberless loneliness. 
Go on, talk about your friendship then. It's dried up since I Do you think we can do lines? I'll call him on his direct line in about an hour. Ooh, his direct line. Well, I'll be doing a little game called Telephone Neighbours. How did it go again? Phone Neighbours, Telephone Neighbours. Oh, I, I forgot remember. my jingle. You forgot the jingle. Ma- you're even talking to Noel can ruin your memory of a melody. That's how <laughs> unmusical he is. Do you know any, do you know any free chord melodies, Noel? Get him Noel? to sing Telephone Jingle in a melody. Oh. Can you sing us Telephone, telephone Neighbours? Can you sing oh, it in it. a melody for us so that we can uh, use it as a jingle, please? Funny, like you haven't done for about a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what a bastard. After the revolution, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. I was going to let you write the national anthem, some sort of shine-based <laughs> national anthem for the people. Rise and shine, the people of the world, the revolution come. Daniel, Gary, Daniel, stick it up me on bum. Yeah, it's on, it's on, and it's going fine. And doing that all the time, yeah, yeah. And it's walking down the corridor of the revolution. <laughs> so there you go. I've satirised your job. You go and do more literally gay interviews. I'll talk to you later, mate. See you on Twitter. Bye, Bye yes. Love you. Bye. Love Bye. you. Love you. Bye. It's humiliating. What a humiliating experience. You really showed me up in front of him. You really showed me up. How are we going to do more telephone neighbours when the game what? clearly do not work? It does work. Have faith. I do have faith, Matt, but it's hard. No, no. What will happen is we've put that out there now, right? What Stop people throwing do- bottles around. <laughs> no, listen, that's out there now. So, yeah. like, people will do it and someone will go, oh, I'm now married to my telephone neighbour. It'll work. Have faith. Another thing no. I want to mention is this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Oh, here he goes. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Audible, which is giving away a free audiobook to listen to this podcast. Listeners of this podcast. What do you get? What kind of one? Well, Mine? yours are on there, right? Get that! And this is what I want to ask you about. Go on. What's it feel like to read? So Audible have audiobooks. So you have to read. You're trying read... to drag me into an advert? No. You are? No. You're trying to drag me into Don't an advert? Don't say that. You won't be able How to drag me. How dare you? I'm too. I'm too switched on, see? No. I'm listen, too switched on. I just want to ask you a question. I'm too switched on. nothing to do with an advert. <laughs> I'm too switched on. If you were going to, you know, read an audiobook, <laughs> don't ruin it by mentioning him. <laughs> don't go any further. No, you've ruined my advert. <laughs> Come right, on, mate. Beep out the and we'll start again. <laughs> Russell, your books are on there. Probably get paid by this. Ah, uh, don't do it for the money. Don't do it for the money. Now, listen. You could download Revolution, Russell's Trickster oh, Tales, or John advert? Rogers, This Other London, your oh, mate. Yeah, yeah come on, plug his books. books. Right. A couple of books. So, Audible, go to audible.com you could probably slash get brand books free. for your free audio book, 30-day trial. But what I want to ask you is, what's yeah. it like reading your own book? I'm not participating. I want to ask you that. Sham. You don't care. I can tell I do. you don't care. I can tell you you're doing your sheer smile. I have a passion smile. for this. Why do you care? Why because do you care? I want to know Show what your it's like. Show you. I want to know what it's like to read your own book. Do you go, oh, this bit's a bit boring? Do you, how do you no, feel? No, because no bits are boring because it's my book. Look, I'm not going to be tricked. I will not be tricked. Say yet. you like flora margarine. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Or I will never be able to buy my own house. <laughs> now, say if you like flora margarine. I dislike it. I dislike all margarines. Good, because that wasn't who we were advertising. Stork, though. Audible.com by slash God. brand. Stork. Stork. Oh, that's another one ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I think we That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I went to a showbiz party the other day. No, it's back to him now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Why I... don't we make the bloody ad for the uh, thing work? 
What? Telephone neighbours. Well, do you know what? I'm driving the show, so can't some of these. I've always said you drive the show. I'm the passenger. Yeah, exactly. And as a passenger, why don't you fucking make your item work? <laughs> you corporate Aye, cunt. <laughs> That's the first, oh, and it's allowed because it's the internet. Yeah, I know. Actually, I want to talk to you about swearing. Go on. Because there's a bit too much this, of it these what's days. What's this an advert for? Hey, how are you earning a few quid out of this? The Andy Swearing League. Um, no, like, I noticed, mm. right, when we were on the radio, it's we me. weren't allowed to swear, so we didn't swear, right? Know, we were brilliant. And then some people I've seen in the comments of stuff that we've done on uh, Audio Boom, mm. right, saying, oh, it sounds weird when they swear. But I was like, oh... That's it doesn't weird, sound weird they, to me. Because we know each other as a couple of sweary pals. Hanging yeah, out, having a laugh. Bit of nosebag, <laughs> bit of craziness down at disco. But like to people that listen to the radio show, the culture of the radio show, all they ever heard was polished Matt and Russ, two of the great broadcasters yeah. of our age. But now they're like, oh my God, these people swear. Exactly. But actually, I'm thinking, Cut and also because it goes out on XFM, what do they do? Beep the swearing? I'm going to try not to swear. It's only a 20-minute version, isn't it? I'm not through. swearing. You're not going to swear? No. What Don't need to swear. What, what a motherfucking <laughs> prick. <laughs> I'm going to go nuts with it. I'm going to swear like it's 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Available at <laughs> Asdar. No, well, I, you can do what you like, but I'm not going to swear. I've seen the film, Mr Turner. Yes. Why I haven't even heard care? of the film, Mr Turner. We were stood in the toilet. <laughs> you were washing your hands. You just went, Mr Turner. <laughs> Mr Turner. And I thought you'd got senile. <laughs> That's what happened to Mr Turner. It's Is about, it? I don't know it's anything about, about Turner. It. What, the painter? Yep. I don't even know about it. Starring Spool. Tim Spool. Timothy Spool playing. Love Tim Spool. One, Sh- which Turner? one of our most J-W beloved actors. W. Turner, is it? I can't remember. I can't remember. Billy. W- William Turner. J- yeah, Turner. William Turner. Turner. Right. Good it is. Good acting by Spool. Yeah, he's a good actor. Brilliant. What's I love your him. Point? Nothing really. Just That's an advert for a film, isn't it? Why not? I go nearly see said it? fucking film and ruined my other item, not swearing. <laughs> not swearing. It's not swearing or telephone neighbours. <laughs> Matt Morgan can be relied upon to deliver shit all <laughs> for a numerical wilderness of absolute cockleberry. Now, the show's over, <clears throat> and I Is don't it? mean just this one. I personally <laughs> would like to <laughs> resign from all forms of broadcasting and dedicate myself to simply finding a telephone neighbour. You can email us at Russell and Matt at Audio Boom. And uh, now we're going to summarise this mayhem the only way we know how, Matt. What is the only way we know how? With an advert. No! <laughs> it is a poem from Mr. Jesus. Mr. G. <laughs> Flora. <laughs> this is called To the Girl with the Green Bag. Nature despises a vacuum, challenging nothingness with air filling the void with reassurance that something else must be there. As emails clash, two minds evenly matched, like head-conquering giraffes fighting over grass in a clean film wrap. As we search through the chapters of refuge to escape the prison of neglect, hoping that we can dial our way to heaven and call our faith into collect. Decadence relies on rules, so they can claim to undermine. But if its heart is a home of love, that's all we want to advertise. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Bloody unbelievable skills. Bloody good (laughs) shit. Bloody good. (laughs) If he was in my school, there would be no telephones to God, but a telephone to the devil to say you don't have the best tunes no more. Mr G's got them. That's what I said. The show's all been about telephones. Has it? No. God. And neighbours. So when you're titling it, which I know you're very proud of doing, why don't you title it about telephones? I'll title it Audible. (laughs) (laughs) You'll not do that. You've hurt me more than you'll ever know. (laughs) And when I die, then perhaps you'll realise what you've done to me. What would be on your tombstone? I don't think I'm on a tombstone. 
bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can win that poem in a contest. Best email. Best email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dish them out. Right, Dan, remember to give them out the best email. Right. <laughs> Bye. Brought to you by Audio Boom.